Support for this podcast comes from State Farm. With surprisingly great rates, State Farm is the real deal when it comes to home and car insurance. State Farm agents are always ready to help you personalize your insurance plan so you can create a policy that fits your needs. You can manage your coverage, pay your bill, or even file a claim right from your phone with the State Farm mobile app. And you can always call one of the State Farm agents in neighborhoods across the country. Get a great rate without sacrificing great service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. A doll collector's descent into madness. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. So I have never been to Mexico City. Have you been at all? Tijuana is the closest. Oh, Tijuana, fun party times. Not for me. No? Not when you don't drink. <laughs> oh, yay, sober Tijuana? Yeah, I didn't nice. want to buy any AK-47s oh. or Oxy oh, or whatever. Or Tijuana. Well, now I do. Are going to be livid yeah. at this. That's um, as close as I've got when I lived in San Diego. Oh, yeah. San Diego, so. you like drive through. Sure. I, I've driven through to Mexico, but I've never... Mexico City... I have a friend there right now. It seems magical. I would love to go. Like insane, like the art, the food, like everything seems like this beautiful, magical place. And I want to talk about something that is beautiful and magical in like a a different way. Like if you are a Miss Havisham type, if you like stories of haunted things, specifically childlike objects. Oh boy. You're going to (laughs) love the Island of the Dolls. I mean, that right there is... Yeah. It feels like it should be an 80s horror film. So it's like Annabelle, but real. Yeah, pretty much. I haven't seen Annabelle, but I saw a poster yeah. for it. And yeah, that's, that's exactly... Actually, the pictures of this. So this is located in the channels of Zacmilico, south of the center of Mexico City. And it's uh, Chinampa, which is like a tiny island that's kind of mostly used for like crop growth and stuff. So it's like a little island, but like people don't really know about it. I almost think it's like a mini key, like a Florida key type of a thing. And it's like this tourist attraction in the middle of these teeny tiny islands close to Mexico City. It's the home to a bunch of creepy broken dolls placed there by the former. I couldn't quite honestly get a read of what his actual role was on this island. He just creeped this island for like 50 years, but he made Doll Island. His name was Julian Santana Barrera. It's called by the locals Isla de los Muencas. And then again, to me, the Wisconsin white woman, it's the Island of the Dolls. So I happened upon this place because I think every once in a while I'll do like a Mexico City deep dive where I want to go there and I'm like, I'm going to plan my fake vacation. And this always comes up. So again, it's this shallow land area off this bigger island called Laguna de Teshuilo. And again, I'm so sorry if I butcher any of these names and all of these names. It is this crazy tourist attraction because it literally is a tiny island where there are dolls, doll heads, doll arms, like dirty dolls, you know, with the eyes like rolled up and like the eyelashes on the eyes. I think when like, dolls are fully assembled, they're scary. Yeah, so exactly. Start so take them apart, apart yeah. and put some dirt yeah. on them. Melted yeah. features. Like yeah. you go, I mean, if I went to this place in the morning, like bright and early 9am, I'd be like, too much for me. Are you too familiar, much. this is uh, doll related, the God. one of the most rarest, I think one of the rarest albums is, I believe it's the Beatles Yesterday and Today. It's doll parts and meat and fake blood. And they're just holding these terrifying doll parts it eventually became a band cover and they mm-hmm. made a different cover but dolls are inherently pretty terrifying yeah. even the beatles made that happen so exactly it's like that uncanny valley like 
baby, tiny baby things. You know what else? What something else that I think is very terrifying is medieval paintings of kids, which remind me of places like this, where medieval painters would be like, we don't know how to paint the proportions of a baby or a child, so they just made them tiny humans. Yeah, so these like miniature humans that are you know like a bassinet, but they look like teeny humans. That's kind of the inverse of what's happening here. Okay, back to islands and dolls on islands. So the buildings are covered in cobwebs. There's there's some buildings, like farming buildings, on this little island. It's very, very small. Uh, and vines. But then everything is hanging from these vines. There's, there's also, like, apparently a lot of insects there. We'll get to some of the TripAdvisor reviews of this place. But it is like, like Legends of the Hidden Temple, if it were doll-themed. And you have to go, th- you have to traverse it. You have to go there by a boat, go through, experience the dolls, you just hang there. There's like not even anything to do there. You just hang out, wander around, get back on this boat, and your life is forever changed. Um, the place gained fame after, oddly enough, in 1943, a Mexican filmmaker, Emilio Fernandez, filmed Maria uh, Calandrera there. It's this famous romantic movie. So it had this weird cinematic identity to it, too. Again, it's a tiny little island that this iconic romantic comedy was filmed on. Kind of gotten overgrown. And then in the 1950s, and I could not find an actual date. Everyone's like, I don't know, around in the 1950s, somewhere in 1950 to 1959, Santana had a family, but he just left them to go hang out on this island just for solitude. Like he wanted to be alone. He was like, I don't know, fuck all that shit. I'm going to go hang out on this abandoned island that has this identity of being the filming location of this iconic romantic film. He sold vegetables to his neighbors, drank just a ton and was just like a weirdo there. Again, I couldn't find out what his actual role was. People say that he was the caretaker of this island. People say that he owned the island. People say that he was a farmer, again, selling vegetables. We did know that he used to go drink this thing called pulque, an alcohol made from sap, like agave plant sap. And he would just like wander around wasted on this island. Of course, after a while, he got into the Bible as one does, being abandoned on an island filled with trees and solitude. And he became, like, very religious. So he was, like, preaching, getting drunk, maybe selling vegetables. Who knows? But the story goes that he found a little girl drowned in mysterious circumstances, and he saw her drowning, and he was not able to save her life. Shortly thereafter, so he was like, cool, girl drowning, holy shit, I can't save you, she drowned. And then he's like, well, I guess I'm going to go to this side of the island now. Anyway, he then saw in one of the canals a doll. So he put two and two together, thought that the doll belonged to the girl. He picked up the doll and hung it on a tree as a way of showing respect and support to the spirit of the girl. So everything's fine for a little bit. And then Don Julian began to experience inexplicable situations. Hauntings? They didn't say specifically what those inexplicable things were. So he kept placing dolls that he found in the garbage or in the canals around the island with the idea that they would scare the soul of the young woman. After that, he began to hear whispers, footsteps, anguish, wails in the darkness, even though his hut, which was hidden deep inside of the jungle of the island, was miles away. So he was just losing it, you know, legit losing it, driven by fear. He spent the next 50 years hanging more and more dolls, some of them missing body parts. In fact, many of them all over the island in an attempt to appease what he believed to be the drowned girl's spirit. That's a lot, right? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that adds up. Yeah. But it wasn't just about like appeasing this girl. He also started to think that the dolls themselves were possessed by spirits of dead girls. 
it's like self it's cyclical it's like possessed by a doll and the doll possesses you when does it end i don't know he continued collecting according to those close to him it was as if julian was driven by some unseen force that completely changed him in 2001 after 50 years of collecting dolls and hanging them on the island he was found dead drowned in the same spot that the girl did Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, Yeah, definitely. It ends light. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, he really seemed to kind of be part of what is going on on this island from beginning to end. This should just be called Descent into Madness, colon, the island of the dolls. You know, one man's solitude becomes insanity. So many people on the island believe that he had joined the other spirits and like the end of a horror movie too, where it's like, and he joined them never, you know, like his eyes were the eyes of the dolls kind of a thing. The locals are very faithful to the Island and think that it's a charmed place. After this guy's death, the, it became a tourist attraction, obviously. And then visitors kept bringing more dolls. This place is jam packed with dolls. I cannot emphasize that enough. There are many, many dolls. I wonder where he got the original. The first I, doll in the river. Well, I mean, the, and then all the subsequent dolls. Yeah, it's a lot garbage. Of, it's like, if there's no one on this island, yeah, where are the dolls coming from? That's a great question. Conspiracy. <laughs> Quick, message boards, all caps. Yeah. You want to hear your insight. So the locals, the place blew up after this. The locals describe it as charmed, not haunted. And apparently a lot of people, again, think it has more of a, like a fantasy, fantastical element than kind of an ominous one. Travelers claim the dolls whisper to them. Professional photographer Cindy Vasco visited the island in 2015 and described it as the creepiest place she has ever visited. It's a real photographer visiting a real island. I, li- I like how it's professional. Like her, her profession <laughs> in photography makes she's an authority, on authority on what's creep because it's like mm-hmm. amateur photographer. Yeah, don't care what you have to say. Professional one. Yeah, I'm listening. Tell me your otherworldly exactly. uh, thoughts and ideas. Yeah. Exactly. So the excursion, you go through these maze-like canals, lush greenery, singing birds, and then this photographer, professional, her boat was slowed down by a swarm of lily pads, and the canal fell ominously silent. She told MailOnline.com. At the end of the journey, the Trahanera turned along a bend into the waterway, and I was struck by a surreal vision of hundreds, maybe thousands of dolls hanging from trees in the tiny island. The dolls are still on the island, which is only accessible again by boat. The island has been featured on the Travel Channel, Ghost Adventures, the show Lore, BuzzFeed Unsolved. BuzzFeed was there? (laughs) Yeah. Professional photographers and BuzzFeed? We are running the gamut here. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So think about that while we take a little break. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't want to do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell Technologies solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash Dell Tech. And we're back. We're back. To party. We're back to party. Are you ready to party? Well, before we get to mm-hmm. more professional photographers, yeah, yeah. BuzzFeed Unchained, BuzzFeed uh, Unchained. I want to remind people that so far, so good. On Friday, mm-hmm. we will have another 
mini episode. Did That'll you be like our last fail. mini episode? Yeah, did you like our last mini episode? So we're going to do some more fails. So mm-hmm. look for that this Friday. If you want more bonus episodes, mm-hmm. go to patreon.com slash ghost town pod. It helps us offset some of the costs of the editing. And mm-hmm. then we're submitting to some more festivals. Yeah. So we'll hopefully have that information. We will descend into madness if yeah. we don't get those sweet Patreon dollars. Yeah. I will start hanging dolls in my apartment. I promise you. Yeah. Well, you might do that. I, mean, I already did some. You might do that anyway. Just to prep, you know. For uh, what we got a nice occur. little message on Instagram, Ooh. which is Ghost Town Pod. If you want to message us, you know, the Action Park really Action episode Park is still one of my favorite episodes. It's really resonated with a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I think because the fact that it was pretty popular, a lot of people went there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people on the East Coast, I suppose, and then also amusement parks as a kid trigger a lot of memories yeah and i think that's resonating with a lot of people where some of these other things is like you know you know maybe an island of scary dolls doesn't resonate with me as much as like i went to amusement parks they were dangerous you don't even know Uh, we're gonna get so many calls and shout outs about this episode (laughs) from dolls Uh, and people like cam 131 on instagram says i grew up in new jersey and went to lakeland regional high school our after graduation party so people didn't get drunk, which I don't know how this makes that not happen, mm-hmm. was at Mountain Creek Action Park. I graduated oh. in 2002, but both my older sisters had theirs there as well. Had also had theirs there as well. Graduation party. And we grew up going to Action Park and Sesame Street Land. But I, I, I like think Sesame Street Land. Yeah? Yeah. Actually, we should do an episode on that. It's pretty bizarre. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's well, when I, was, I was like, oh, I remember Sesame Street Land. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever been there, but I know it's a little bit weird. I have some but also it's like, photos of me. I mean, here. I... People were probably sneaking a little bit of alcohol. Right? A little nip here little, and there, a little toothful. But maybe yeah. says when she was graduating in 2002, but my older sisters. That's me. <laughs> I'm the older sister. I know. You are. I. Oh, my God. Action Park, I think it is. It's something that like so many people know about, but don't know the full story of. And I think that's our strong episodes are really like giving people the insider's information on things that they know about that's in kind of their sites or histories or like have some connection to, but they don't know it all yeah and we'll give it all to you we will give it all everything to you. google has to share we will share too <laughs> we'll go on hey, listen if we have to go on bing whoa <laughs> dare us to do yeah. it dare us not to <laughs> exactly exactly we'll do it we're very brave people yeah fearless even same thing well um, are we fearless enough to go back to the yeah. island of the dolls okay so there's access to the island okay i don't there's i could tell you how to get there but how do we get there how do we get there okay it's again the Isla de la Muencas in Zaquilamilco, Mexico City, is an hour and a half from the Embarcadero. Cuemanco, does that mean anything to anybody? Not me. I've never been to Mexico City. The only access is via this trainero, this canal way. Most rowers are willing to transport people to the island, but there are those who refuse due to superstitions. The journey is approximately an hour and includes a tour of the ecological area, the Ajlote Museum, the Apatelco Canal, the Teshuilo Lagoon and the Lorona Island, which the Lorona is interesting. It's another Mexican legend about a woman who was kind of exiled from from her village because she was supposed to be drowning children. And well, there's that movie, The Curse of La, Lorona, of La, Lorona yeah. uh, which is in the same universe, I think, as the, yeah. the Annabelle and stuff like that. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And that's a, a very uh, like ominous story. Anything where it's like women like getting slighted and it's also like in the mythology of i think what scares people a lot like a scorned woman and killing children because her child died or whatever reason i think is a very so this kind of originates there a little bit yeah a little bit a little bit but it's also like that is a an old folk legend this really just happened in the 50s and perpetuated itself but i think it is in that same 
like mystery. People don't really know why this happened. And the imagery too, the imagery of children dying in rivers, dolls in rivers, dolls being hung up, body parts, doll parts, like it all kind of mixes together into this surrealistic experience, you know? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'd, I would, I'd like to go. Yeah, I would too. So the island, in addition to hundreds of dolls, now the island has a small museum with some articles from local newspapers about the island and, of course, Santana, the owner, Julio Santana. Yeah, that's right. There's a store and three rooms, one of which seems to have been used as a bedroom. In the room is the first doll that Julian, yeah, Julian collected, as well as Augustinita, his favorite doll. So two dolls of importance. First. Take notes. Listen up. We have original doll that he found in that canal after that girl died. Is that true? Is that not true? Who's to say? Also, there's a lot of debate about whether the story is obviously true, which is makes a lot of sense because like this guy. Then there's Augustinita, his favorite doll. Let me tell you something. I've seen a lot of pictures of this. His favorite doll and the original doll, they don't look very different. <laughs> They're both bald dolls. Yeah. Dirty bald dolls. And my 740th favorite doll is right over here. <laughs> exactly. It's like, how do you keep track? Oh, yeah. So some of the visitors place offerings around Augustinita, the favorite doll, in exchange for miracles and blessings. Some others put clothes on them or maintain the dolls as a form of worship. It's interesting how things can evolve in these ways of like, this is, this went essentially like a doll went from garbage to revered artifact to godlike figure. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. I mean, I, I, think, the dolls. I think it just, things just speak to people, I guess. Yeah. And I think when you're going, like the fact that you're making a pilgrimage there, I think must add to it because if it was like next to a Chipotle, you might yeah. be like, well, I don't know. What sure. do I? Yeah. You have to go, you have to, the process of getting there. Is, is a is, part of the whole yeah. thing. You, you want to hear some uh, TripAdvisor reviews? Oh, yeah. These should be good. <laughs> I, I know you only pick the best. I really do. I'm very discerning when it comes to TripAdvisor. So MBB1952 says, While we were sailing up and down the canals of the floating gardens a whole while back, we came across the Island of the Dolls. We were stunned to came across the Island of the Dolls. It had teddy bears, dolls of different shape and size, with body parts missing. When I got home and Googled this site, I then understood the story behind it. Very interesting. It is about a girl drowning under suspicious circumstances, and the dolls are haunted. I don't, what do you mean you <laughs> happened upon it? Were you going for a jog? You what? went, there's huh? only one way to go there is to go there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, he, he was just like woke up there. You know, you know it's like, like I, I, I happened upon the Taj Mahal. Yeah. I just happened to be walking around. There's the Taj Mahal <laughs> or was I was in, snack. where's Angkor, Angkor Wat? Angkor Is that Wat? Cambodia? Mm-hmm. I was just like chilling and I was like, oh, there's Angkor Wat. I was just walking by and there's Ooh, like this thing. So I looked it up. Yeah. So you have to get there. Yeah. So when he happened upon it. I don't know. I don't know. I, in my mind, he, he woke up there like lost, like the <laughs> yeah. eye bursts open and, yeah. just, and there's dolls everywhere. But I don't know. Okay. We'll follow up with him. We'll yeah. figure it out. In fact, if uh, MBB1952 wants to write in, please. Yeah, I like you're looking it up afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, uh, so let's go to SKRRR Drift 101. Skr Drift 101. The title of this review is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Oh, okay. So okay. It's, so it's short and sweet. So listen up. Never been there, but I'm writing a paper about it. So it sounds pretty cool. Anyway, I have to write more. So yeah. <laughs> okay, so this person is letting you know. I, I, I've never been there. Uh, if I'm advising cool, you on your trip, cool. uh-huh. but I'm writing paper on it. Yeah, I have to go. I have to stop writing this review because I have to go write a paper. So yeah. I yeah. wonder what that paper is going to read like. 
I, think it's I don't know. A bunch of dolls. Pretty cool. Pretty chill. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. I have to stop writing this paper because I have to write this trip <laughs> review. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, and all is like, okay, here's Ruta A. She said they took the money and brought us to the wrong place. <laughs> all right. I'll, now I'm in. Now, okay, now. Okay. okay. okay wait for it. Worst experience ever. Be very careful. How you can be sure because people who scammed us were the only people on the dock. So they looked like a legit organizers of the boat trips. The boat ride was nice. Okay. But I was looking forward to see the Island of the Dolls for ages. We took the boat from Zuckamilico. They said they do the tours to the Island of the Dolls. The price was 2700 MX pesos per boat. We found five more people on the docks who wanted to join us so that we could share the amount. I think that's a lot for a boat ride. Everything looked right, and the way that I read in the reviews about getting to the island. We had a local person talking in Spanish with them, so we thought they will not scam the locals. While we walked to the boat, the organizers had raised the price. This is when I started to get suspicious. (laughs) We managed to keep the starting price. The organizers told us that we can pay after we'll come back from the ride. However, everything was starting to look weird, so we asked to pay before the trip. That the price wouldn't change until the end of the trip. There's a lot of negotiating happening yeah. in this one. We paid 350 pesos each, and they took us to the island where five dolls are hanging instead of thousands of them. We passed the replica island, even the one that had more dolls than the... So they passed another replica island with more dolls than their original one, quote-unquote. The guy who took us there told us that it's the right island, and the government had removed the dolls. When I came back to my hostel room and checked the photos online, I realized that they scammed us and took us to the wrong place. So be very careful. The biggest disappointment ever. So it was a bootleg doll yeah, island. Yeah, it was but, an off-brand, but, off-brand doll island. I feel like at this point, though, the the tourism would be more sophisticated at this because it was, mm-hmm. you know, so much interest yeah. that they would refine the how to get there. So it wouldn't yeah. be like this hole-in-the-wall type thing. Yeah, it's like slapdash, guy in a boat. I don't know, take me there, I guess. Look at all these Cabbage Patch yeah, kids. but she did go into detail about her negotiating, so that's important. How, yeah. Okay, this is the last review. Krista M42 says, make sure you are taken to the real doll island. Wow. Yes. Scandal. Yeah. This is this is a point of contention. So this is not something, you know, we talk about because we talk about the history of an island, but make sure that you're going to the right place, everybody. If you see one doll, wrong place. Two dolls, wrong place. 17 dolls, probably the wrong place. If you see thousands of dolls, you're in the right place. If you just see a Chipotle, go there. Go there, yeah. <laughs> eat something. You, you look... Eat- Famished. Yeah, but not the place where not dolls the place. are. No, okay. not right. Not right. If you see a doll in a Chipotle, still the wrong place, but cool. Kind of cool, cool. Yeah, right? yeah. All right. So Krista says, make sure you're taking to the real doll island. Doll island. This is the highlight of our trip to Mexico City. A few things to know. It should be a two hour boat ride there plus a two hour boat ride back. Our ride was beautiful. It doesn't feel like two hours. You should expect to pay 2000 pesos for the boat ride. The entrance fee is 40 pesos each. Do your research. The real doll island is surrounded by a bamboo fence. Very difficult to see from the water. The boat ride is very peaceful and relaxing. If you do not go to the tourist side of the boats, I would strongly suggest suggest you hire a guide. Tours by locals to take you. That ends there. This is not a place for young children. This is a spooky place with a sad history. It's spooktacular is what she's getting at. She ended with, the spooktacularity is <laughs> off the charts. Do not bring your children. Make sure it is the right island. And then she's like, gotta get back to this paper. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 